The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app at Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Oil prices are down nearly 3% today, down $1.22 a barrel to $41.54. This comes after U.S. inventory data shows that domestic inventories of crude oil and petroleum products rose last week to a record. We're going to try to find some value looking at the energy industry. Right now, let's get value from Charlie Pellet. He's in the Bloomberg Newsroom with a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I think of Pim Fox. Let's begin with those energy stocks. We've got Transocean and ExxonMobil falling at least 1%. They're leading energy companies lower. Crude, as Pim mentioned, down now by about 2.9%. Stocks are falling. S&P 500 index down by the most in more than a week. Energy producers tumbling along with the price of crude oil. We're brought to you by National Realty, providers of 100 percent satisfaction guaranteed New York City Realty Investments. See them at nria.net. S&P 500 index down six, a drop there of three-tenths of one percent to 21.75. Dow Industrials down 34, a drop of two-tenths of one percent to 18,498. NASDAQ down 18 to 52.06, a drop there of four-tenths of one percent. Dubrako Lakos is head of equity strategy and global quant research at J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, and he talked about what it would take to keep markets moving higher. We do need to see, I would say, one, still a relatively stabilizing dollar trend. We need to see oil prices that continue to stabilize and not go, let's say, below 40s. Um, and we would hope for interest rates to stay low because if you look at this broader profit cycle since 2007, the biggest contributor to earnings growth, in my opinion, has been one factor, interest expense savings. That has basically ended up resulting in record high margins, about 10.7% for S&P that we saw in the last year. And right now we've got the 10-year up 10.30 seconds, yield there 1.51%, and gold up 5.40 the ounce to 13.47, a gain there of four-tenths of 1%. So again, recapping, a move lower for stocks, 28 minutes to go ahead of the close, S&P down 6, a drop of three-tenths of 1%. And at 3.32 on Wall Street now, let's take a look at other news from around the world. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Rainey in Asensio. This news update is brought to you by Blue Jeans Enterprise Video Club. See faces, emotions, energy. See the people. Your team's video from any device. Start a free 30-day trial at BlueJeans.com and click the radio mic. Blue Jeans. Work smarter. Connect better. Liberal groups want Hillary Clinton to reject appointments from Wall Street. Bloomberg's Bob Moon has the story. 
It is a page right out of the campaign playbook of Bernie Sanders. Here's a promise. If elected president Goldman Sachs is not going to have a secretary of treasury for a Sanders administration. An alliance of 15 progressive groups, several of which backed Sanders, is pressuring the Democratic presidential nominee to keep people connected to Wall Street out of her transition team in the White House if she wins the November election. MoveOn.org, Democracy for America, and other groups say rejecting people with Wall Street connections would demonstrate Clinton is serious about her promises, such as further tightening regulations on the financial industry. Bob Moon, Bloomberg Radio. In Turkey, President Recep Tayyip Erdogan is turning up the heat on the nation's banks. He says if they do not lower mortgage rates, he'll consider it an act of treason. The market average is close to 14 percent. Erdogan says rates should be cut to about nine. ESPN says veteran sportscaster John Saunders has died. No cause was given. John Saunders was 61 years old. And the city's Department of Health and Mental Hygiene is expanding the guidelines on who should be tested for Zika. It'll include anyone with the most common symptoms, fever, a widespread skin rash, joint pain, or conjunctivitis. Officials earlier said only those who had traveled to an affected region or their sexual partners should be tested. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Ramey Innocencio. This is Bloomberg. Charlie. And we thank you. And again, recapping, stocks lower, S&P 500 index down six, a drop there of three-tenths of one percent to 2175. I'm Charlie Palatin. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. For more than two years, strong oil production from the Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries and those outside the bloc, such as the United States and Russia, have created a supply overhang that has dragged the price of oil down. Oil today down nearly 3%, down a dollar and a quarter, $41.53. We'll buy you that barrel of West Texas Intermediate crude. So with prices low, are there bargains? Is there a value play? Let's find out from Bob Robotti. He is the founder and the president of Robotti and Company, and he joins me in the studio. Bob, thanks for coming in. Always great to see you. Great. Uh, great to be here. Tell people a little bit about your background. How long have you been doing this looking for value and energy, and maybe tell us, have you seen this kind of market before? Uh, I guess my first energy stock and one of my first investments was 40 years ago. So I've got 40 years of history, and of course, uh, a lot of things have transpired in the oil business since then. So uh, we've seen many things like this. You know, as they say, history does rhyme, and we've seen things a lot worse than this, and we've seen things that are pretty much analogous to this. And in the meantime, it's a great opportunity to be able to buy things if you're a long-term investor. Long-term investor and focused on deep value. Uh, uh, right. The deep value, and that is predicated on what we think the earnings power of the business is. So that's what, you know, it is not uh, an asset that is cheap and below book, but it's an asset that will generate cash flows that is significantly greater than the current implied value of the company is. All right. Let's talk about one just maybe as an example. You were taking a look at one of the oil drilling stocks, uh, Atwood. Oceanics. Tell us about how that exemplifies your strategy. Sure. Actually, Atwood is the first stock I did buy in the energy business in 1976. I first bought the company. So I have a very long history with the company and the business. The one thing I will tell you that's negative about the business is uh, it is uh, n- there are no barriers to entry in the business. And, you know, one of the large players in business is C-Drill, wasn't in business 10 years ago. So that's one thing you have to bear in mind. Uh, and uh, a number of years ago, we realized that this was going to be a problem and sold down our interest. But more recently, what we think is the valuations today, uh, we think the earnings power of the business is $6 a share. 
Uh, we think we understand the fleet, having invested in it for all that time, and really think fleet dynamics are supply is declining because the old vessels uh, are not competitive, are going away. And we think the demand will be there because we think deep water exploration and development is still something that is part of the majors uh, um, combination of how they produce oil. So at just under $10 a share, $9.86, you say that the company is going to earn $6 a share. Right. The, the fleet is a relatively small fleet, but it's all uh, new equipment, and so therefore it has 30-year life to it. And that's what it is. If you've got supply-demand balance of the fleet, and we think that that happens sometime over the next few years. When that happens exactly, we're not exactly sure. Uh, and But we also believe the balance sheet is such that they have the staying power, that they're going to be there when those earnings do come uh, to play. All right. Now, they're based in Houston. Now I'm going to take you across the ocean, and I want you to focus on a company. It's based in London, uh, Sub-C7, but it's a Norwegian company. Correct. What drew you to Sub-C7? Uh, what drew us to Sub-C7 was Atwood Oceanics. So understanding the offshore drilling business and how offshore development works, and there is no barrier to entry in that business. Sub-C7, we contrast as a business that has a barrier to entry, and people don't perceive that. Uh, and so we think that's a very significant uh, part of it. We also think, of course, today uh, there's a number of positive attributes. Sub-C7 has a very strong balance sheet, 400, 500, 600 million in net cash on the balance sheet. Its competitors over the last few years, a couple of them have gone out of business. A couple others are badly damaged. So the competitive landscape is significantly improved for the company. The capital intensity of the business has gone down because there's plenty of vessels, but it's not a vessel-based business. It's an engineering uh, expertise business, and there are very few people. There are only three people in the top tier. So those are all attributes that kind of come together that we think make it extremely low valuation, strong balance sheet. Uh, uh, insider ownership, 20% of the stock, so a very compelling investment today. All right, so a sub-C7, up 44% so far this year. Still room to run? Uh, sure. Stock's down from $27 to, you know, it's up at 11 today. So, And that's what we think. The earnings power of the business has improved in the downturn. The competitive landscape has further differentiated them from their competitors. The nature of fields and getting costs down and being more engineering-oriented and focused means they have a higher value contribution. They partnered with uh, – with Schlumberger in the downturn, too. So very strong relationships and very differentiated uh, proposition to their customers. Tell us a little bit about Master Limited Partnerships. What should people be wary of? Give you about uh, 30 seconds or so. Sure. Uh, you know, Master Limited Partnerships are, of course, a, you know, a formula for disaster. You have capital allocators who are incented. They get 50% of the upside of the investments they make. You have investment bankers who are great at raising capital. Uh, and, of course, a year or two ago in this space, it was a very low costs because people were starved for yield. People didn't understand the investment risks. So it's a, you know, f- and, of course, you had investors who were dying for risk. So all those things came together, and then they told the story where you could have your cake and eat it too. We could distribute out all of these earnings and yet grow the business. You can't do both things. Capital is limited. Thank you very much. Bob Robotti, founder and president of Robotti & Company, talking about deep value in looking for oil in deep places, sub-C7, as well as Atwood Oceanics. You're listening to Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox. Coming up. We'll tell you about hunting for stocks in the stock market rather than looking for which way the market will go. This is Bloomberg.
Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by your Mercedes-Benz Tri-State dealer. The all-new 2017 Mercedes-Benz E-Class has arrived. The future of transportation available at your Mercedes-Benz Tri-State dealer today offers an inventory at MBUSA.com. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.